Joining us now is our friend Jack Main over at NBC5 News. Jack, we should start making this a regular segment. I'm thinking football talk Friday with Jack Main, or maybe we do Monday recaps, Mondays with Main. What do you prefer? Hey, I, you know, you're the man of the branding here. You've got the awesome logo for your show. You've got, you've got all the publicity. I'm going to leave that in the hands of the creative people, which happen to be Brady Farkas. Well, as long as you keep answering our calls, we'll keep bringing you on. So let's talk about where you're going to be tonight. What's on the, uh, what's on the travel schedule for you today? I'm going to be heading down to Middlebury for the Tigers Burn Burton game. Burn Burton came away with a humongous win in week one over the reigning Division One state champion, CVU Redhawks. Middlebury was the runner-up last year, and they were very impressive last week at Brattleboro when I was down there. I expect this to be a barn burner tonight, Brady. How, how do you choose which games to go to? It's so early in the season. Are you going to games projecting who you think is going to be good, who played well the week before, trying to get equal coverage for everybody over the course of the season? How do you choose where to go? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a little of everything there. It's a really fine balance, and a lot of it has to do with the geography, obviously. Our studios are in South Burlington, and uh, it's not exactly easy to get to all corners of the state when, you know, we're, we're based pretty much in the, in the northern hemisphere of, of Vermont. So uh, we try to get to as many places as we can every single year. Equal coverage is extremely important to myself and, and the rest of the guys over at the sports team. And so we want to get to the good games, absolutely, and that's a priority primarily on Saturdays when we're, we're down a couple of people because of staffing. But on Friday nights, we try to get to as many places as we can. And if any athletic directors are out there and they want us to come to their school and feature them heavily on Friday nights, reach out to us. Let us know because we will absolutely go through whatever efforts we need to to make sure that your school is put on notice. We had a couple of games last night around the state. One game got finished. One game got you know suspended because of rain. Were you out last night also? Yeah, I was. I was at South Burlington High School at that Essex and uh, Seawolves game. And uh, you're right. I mean, we got, well, 12 minutes, a little over 12 minutes into that first quarter, 7 nothing Hornets, and then the lightning came, and it did not go away. And that was all she wrote for Thursday Night Football in South Burlington. So they're going to finish that game on Sunday, which is a rarity. We see games on Saturday all the time, but uh, only a few Sunday games over the course of a year. This game's not going to be finished till Sunday. Yeah, it, it, it all comes down to ref, Brady. I mean, there is a serious, serious problem with referees in the state of Vermont. Not problems with the refs themselves, but there's just simply not enough. And so when you have seven games on Friday, you have to then have other – that's 14 teams, right? You, that's not enough. That, there's more teams that have to play on, on Saturday. And so referees are working Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're working 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m. Like, they are working nonstop. And there was just no choice but to move this game to Sunday because all the rest are going to be working on Saturdays. And so that's the reason why the game was on Thursday in the first place and why there's going to be more Thursday night games in the future. Is there uh, anything you really took away from week one from either watching or being at anything? Can you draw any conclusions out of week one? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good question. And, uh, I mean, as a, as a NFL fan myself, you never like to take week one and, and – overreact to it but in high school football it's different because we're, we're after this weekend we are a quarter of the way through the season and you really should know what each team has that's not to say that everything's set in stone by week two but uh after week one i mean you really start to see the teams that that put in the work over the summer because 
you know, a lot of these kids, a lot of these quarterbacks, they're also baseball players, and so they're playing summer baseball, and that takes them away from their football workouts. I mean, that's not everybody, but that's certainly the case with some of the bigger schools, absolutely. And so uh, this, the teams that really do a lot of off-season work, you tell that they are in much better shape. Burr and Burton, one of those teams. CBU, one of those teams. Middlebury, one of those teams. And so you get to see who really went the extra mile in the hot rain that we had this summer. And then the teams that are really starting to come together, they're still really trying to find their footing. And, and that's really the case with, with South Burlington, Burlington, Winooski, is that they're really still, still trying to find their identity and figure out what side of the ball is their strength and, and which guys they can trust on offense to make plays. You know, I know I was in high school, uh, you know, 15 years ago, which might as well be the Stone Age when we're talking about, you know, how things have evolved. But I am amazed to see just how many teams really have an arid out offense in Vermont high school football. I mean, seriously, my high school threw the ball maybe four times a game, and they only ever yeah. threw it on, like, third and 20. Like, nobody, nobody passed the ball. And here I'm reading the scores on Monday – looking at the box score, and this guy's thrown for 20, you know, has 20 completions. That guy's thrown it 42 times. I am amazed at the amount of Vermont schools that are willing and able to throw the football down the field. And you know what? It's really when you go into those schools that aren't in the, in the, in the major population areas. I'm looking at Hartford, and this is a guy that Noah Searson is putting all his eggs into the basket, taking home Gatorade player in the air. That Trombley kid, he's coming off a lacrosse state championship at Hartford High School, undefeated, one of the one of the greatest lacrosse teams ever in the history of Vermont high school lacrosse, and he will probably win Gatorade Player of the Year as a quarterback for Hartford. That guy has an absolute bazooka. If you have <laughs> if you are a secondary heavy team, you've got to line your corners up because those boys in Hartford can sling it around. Same thing with St. Johnsbury. Same thing with Ollie Cheer at CVU. But I mean, there are some there are those ground and pound teams. Middlebury is one of them, and I think. What it comes down to is that, yeah, you have some guys who are real gunslingers taking snaps, but then there's teams that really want to control the clock, and those are the teams that run the ball, and they want to make it a low-scoring game, put it in the hands of their defense as opposed to their offense. Jack, we got 20 seconds left. Patriots going to beat the Eagles on Sunday or what? Yes, only because Brady's going to be there. Brady's a champion. Crowd's going to be electric. Detroit just took down Kansas City. I'm going with the upset on Sunday. See what happens on Sunday, 425. Jack Main, NBC5 News. You can watch him and his team all weekend long on your channel there. Uh, again, Channel 5, he'll be tonight watching Middlebury and Burton. Burton. Jack, thank you. Thanks, Brady. Appreciate it.